What's up, y'all, and welcome into the Jack Vita Show. I'm your host, as always, Jack Vita. We just cranked out our NFL and college football recap for the week. This is actually the week of October 25th. Uh, we just talked NFL Week 7 and College Football Week 8 yesterday. Hope everyone's doing well and greetings and welcome into the show, by the way. <laughs> I'm Jack Vita, as always. And we have a great episode coming up today. So later on, I'm going to be dropping my MLB World Series preview, an official ALCS and NLCS recap podcast episode. And again, we're going to have a lot of big time content over the next couple of weeks. College basketball season is right around the corner. So next week, I'll be getting together with Andrew Stem to tape our college basketball preview episodes. Should be a lot of fun. Make sure you guys are all subscribed to the Jack Vita Show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, wherever it is that you're listening to today's episode. Hit subscribe, leave a five-star rating and review. Follow along on social media at Jack Vita Show and log on to my website, jackvita.com, where you can find all of the content. We're going to have a special bonus episode of the show today. So I'm actually going to call up a friend of mine who I've been wanting to have on this show for a long time. Well, it worked out perfectly because her team was going to the World Series. The Atlanta Braves have won the NL pennant. And so I'm going to call up Teresa T-Bird Cooper from Survivor Africa. So uh, I hope you guys will enjoy this conversation. She was at the game the other night, and uh, she was at game six of the NLCS. And T-Bird is just a bundle of joy and great energy. You guys are going to love her. Whether you saw her on Survivor or not, we're going to talk some Braves here for about a half hour, 40 minutes or so. I hope you guys will enjoy. At this time, I would love to welcome in a very, very special guest, one of the most famous Atlanta Braves fans that we know here on the show that we're able to call up. And she was actually at Game 6 of the NLCS where the Atlanta Braves clinched their first National League pennant since 1999. 22 years she was there with her husband, Glenn. And of course, many of you should remember her. She was on the third season of Survivor, Survivor Africa, back when Survivor was a huge huge deal. She was a household name. And of course, she's uh, she's known as a Braves fan because she rocked her Braves hat while she was on the show in Kenya back in 2001. At this time, we welcome in Teresa T-Bird Cooper. Oh, and she's also, she has her own podcast too, I should say. Welcome T-Bird. <laughs> hey, Jack, you are too kind. Famous Famous Atlanta Braves fan. I heard you say that. What? Yeah. Household name? What? I don't know. I love it. I love the way it sounds. So thank you so much for having me, Jack. We have talked about us getting together on a podcast since I've known you. So yeah. what a absolutely perfect time to be talking baseball, to be talking the Atlanta Braves. Thank you so much. What an exciting time here in Atlanta. Yes. Yeah, you're very welcome. It's great to have you here. This is perfect timing. The Braves are going to the World Series. And uh, I mean, I can't I have to imagine you're very you're very excited. Oh, gosh, very, very excited. And and Jack, I've got um, I'm, I'm good friends with Brian Snicker and his wife, Ronnie. And I've known I've known them for oh, my gosh, I've known them for 40 plus years. I mean, I've known them for many years. So when I knew Brian and Ronnie, Brian was, of course, with the Braves as a as a pitching coach. So he was he's been with the Braves for so long. And I have to I have to go on record to say this for people that that might not have heard this before that don't actually know him. He and his wife are the nicest, nicest people you could ever ever meet and as much as i want this game the world series pennant for atlanta i want it equally equally as much for the snicker family um because of 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 brian and his dedication his loyalty to the Braves, and just being an all-out amazing amazing guy so anyway yes it's a very very exciting time and listen jack 
listen to this. If this isn't exciting, if this doesn't give you chills when I tell you, all right, so this is a really <laughs> special game for the Snickers for many reasons because, you know, Brian Snicker being the head coach. But they are playing, of course, the Houston Astros, who is equally a very important uh, team to them and their family. Do you know why? I don't. This is some good trivia. Oh, my God! This is great trivia, and this is going to give you chills. So if I had um, to guess, based on what you said, the only way I would think is if, is if Brian or someone related to him got drafted by the Astros. That would be my guess. Okay, that's a great guess. And but I think even the real the real story is even better. Okay, so I'm their wrong. Son, I'm wrong, their, right? No, but you're but you're close. I mean, somebody very close to uh, Brian and Ronnie are with the Astros. They're, oh. it's their their son Troy Snicker is a batting coach, is one of the two batting coaches for the Houston Astros. Wow. So, isn't that amazing? How about that? So I, it, that is something else. And so I talked to Ronnie, and Ronnie, again, is, is Brian's wife. I talked to Ronnie the morning of game six, um, and I had forgotten that Troy, their son, who I, who I knew when he was a baby, a baby, she had to, she reminded me, she said, if, if we win and go to the World Series, it'll be father versus son. <laughs> that is, I, I, have, I have chills again saying it. So I have yet to text Ronnie and ask her, because I know that I'm sure they're like going crazy in the last couple of days, because I was wanting to ask her, Jack, and this is such a crazy thing, because I even asked Glenn what he thought the answer would be. And he's like, T, that is a ridiculous question. Don't even ask her that. Well, of course, Jack, I am going to ask her that. So I want to say, Ronnie, because as a parent, as a mom, you know, your children are your everything. They're, Jack, right. you're everything. Well, of course, her husband is as well. But your children, that's a whole different, those in a whole different dynamic. So ask Glenn. I said, Glenn, I'm going to ask Ronnie. I mean, she's got her husband and her son both against each other in the World Series, who are who do you pull for? I mean, it, it's going to be a win-win for them either way. I mean, their son will be winning the World Series if 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 the Braves don't. So, do you think that's a ridiculous question to ask? No, I think I think you should ask. I'm guessing she'll probably give you like a political answer, like a politician would, and say, "Oh, I, I don't have a favorite. I'm not rooting for anybody." I don't think. Well, but, okay. I think like, you know, sometimes you find yourself like in a situation like that where you have ties to both teams or if you don't have ties to either team. Like when I watch a game, you just kind of go in not really planning who you're rooting for. And as the game unfolds, you figure out who you're rooting for. So I I feel like she won't reveal that to you. But who knows? Well, but but also remember, we're we're friends. Yeah. I mean, so it's not like I'm sending her, you know, like a, a message on social media. I mean, yeah. I've known her for like forever. We're workout buddies. I mean, back long time ago. So, you know, that I have her on my phone is to message her back and forth. But you're right. She may just say, because what, how do you answer that? But my husband said, well, of course, she's going to say her husband's team, the Atlanta Braves. And he he made some good points, which are really good and valid. You know, he said Troy has got a lot more years, God willing, yeah. of course, God willing. Right. He's got a lot more years to get there. Where Brian, you know, where do you go from here? I mean, he's been with the Braves for so long. At some point, you know, I'm sure retirement is in his future a lot more so than his son's Troy. So, I mean, yeah. Anyway, it's just great. It's just it's exciting. Yeah, I think I That's think that um, she's probably rooting for the Braves deep down because they've had the connection with the Braves for forty years, and like like you said, Brian's a manager, whereas yes. Troy's role is still important. He's not the he's not the head manager of the Astros. He's a hitting coach. So obviously, it's like there's a silver lining if. You know, honestly, I had a similar type of situation in the college basketball March Madness tournament this past year because the head coach, I went to Valparaiso University, T-Bird, and the head coach of Baylor, who won, 
was playing Gonzaga and Gonzaga, one of the assistants was is a friend of mine. And then the the head coach at Baylor, Scott Drew, he coached at Valpo before he coached at Baylor. So I was like, I'm gonna be happy for either one who wins. Like you're just right. I think she's probably she's probably celebrating right now knowing that one of them's going to win. Well, and and again, what a I, I know this again, it might probably sound a little cheesy. What a be- I mean, I mean seriously, I had I'm tearing up thinking about it. What a beautiful story. And and again, Jack, I know Brian being with the Braves all these years and you forget or people forget, you know, you see somebody that's the the manager, the head coach, but how he got there, everything he did and to stick out, stick it out with one team and to move up after how many years did I, I mean, 35, 40, I mean, to have that tenacity to stay and to be like respected so much that they put him in as the manager. Yeah. And now to see him going to the, to the, to the world series and that his son who he raised playing baseball because that's that's his profession, Brian's profession, and that his son is in the, the World Series as well. I mean, as a mom, I, mean, I think about if it was my son and, and his dad, it's like, that is beautiful. That is yeah. so beautiful. All right, don't get me going. Jack, you know, you, I'm telling you, I'll get <laughs> off on a tangent. You know how I'll do. So anyway, okay, so that's No, it's that. awesome. Okay. It's, a, it's a great story. I want to hear, let me, t- let me hear about, what well you can be our uh, our reporter or our correspondent because you were on the scene Saturday night when they clinched it. What was that game like? Oh my gosh! Okay, so Jack, first off, I want to say when we first got there, I did not have my Atlanta Braves cap on. Okay, what what? And the and of course I brought my husband bought me a new Atlanta Braves cap, a new one, a brand new one, Jack. And what did I tell him about that? I said, honey, thank you so much for getting me a new Atlanta Braves cap, but I'm sorry I can't wear it. I am wearing my, my basically 29-year-old Atlanta Braves cap, which was my son. It belonged to my son, Tyler, when Tyler was like five years old. Five years old, he had this cap, and it's the one I grabbed to take with me on Survivor. Wow. They finally, they finally got it approved after a couple. For the first day, they told me I had to take it down. They had to get permission from the baseball commission. They got permission, and I was able to wear it. So that's my lucky Braves hat. <laughs> and Glenn tells me that it looks like he, I won't even tell you what he said, but he said that doesn't even look. You know, we need you need a new one. So of course. And by the way, T Bird, a uh, little trivia. You're a real pioneer because there had never, I don't believe, there had never been anyone rocking like a team on Survivor in the first two seasons. And then you and Clarence, Clarence had the Tigers hat. So a little trivia there. Survivor Africa, you were the first people to rep a team unless someone else was there in Africa with a t-shirt or something that I'm forgetting. Oh, didn't Carl have a Yankees hat too? Oh, I think. Yeah, he did. But anyway, you guys, long story short, yeah, not to get you sidetracked, but you guys were pioneers. So, yes, (laughs) continue with your. So, anyway, I noticed during the game, it's like the first inning, and and then then we were like on pins and needles the whole entire game. I'm like, what's happening here? T Bird, you don't even have your hat on. You don't even have the hat on. I put the hat on. I got my popcorn because I had to have my popcorn and my hat on. And from there, it was on. From there, we started scoring, and then, you know, I'm not going to say it was about my Braves hat, but, you know, I got to say <laughs> it. It had to bring some good some good mojo. But I'll tell you this, so, yes, it was exciting. I kept looking at Glenn when we get, you know, we, we got it. I think we got where it was uh, Braves 4-1, to one, and I looked at Glenn. I said, I'm still not comfortable. We need more runs. This is the Dodgers we're playing here. And I think everybody – sitting around us, which was a, we had a great section all around us. We're all, we all knew the same thing. You're, you can't celebrate too early. And I'll tell yeah. you when we all began to celebrate, there was a guy right down from us and he held up, you know, six more outs. We just need six more outs. And I'm like, Oh no, stop it. Don't, don't, yeah. don't do that. Don't, don't do that. ever, don't ever don't, count outs. No, don't, don't, don't. So I looked at Glenn, I'm like, don't do that. So honestly and truly we've, 
we got to the last six out. Those, those six, uh, five and four were a little shaky. So we were having men on base. And yeah. finally, I think Brian pulled out, he pulled out the pitcher and then he threw in Tyler Matzik. Oh my God. Tyler, yeah. Ty, and Tyler saved us. I believe Tyler saved us during those outs because it was really, it was really nerve wracking. So then we got into the last inning and we were all still. You know, as each out, as each out happened, we were celebrating, but not like celebrating that we were going to the series. And so when it got to be out two, after two outs, we were all still thinking just one more. And when we got it, look, I'm emotional again, just thinking about it because (laughs) it was, it's one of those moments where when you know you want it so badly for the team. And again, like I said, for the Snickers, for Atlanta, um, when it really happened, it was, it was a beautiful moment. And, and I told Glenn, thank you so much, sweetie. Thank you, baby, for you happened to buy the absolute perfect tickets for us. Cause to watch them clinch the NLCS was absolutely the best, absolutely best night to be there. And of course, I, if we hadn't have won and we had to go back on Sunday and play and I hadn't have been there, I still just wanted us to win. But to be there when they clinched it, Jack, was even more, more, more special. It was just fantastic. So. Yeah, it was it was a blessing in disguise that they lost game five because then they got to celebrate in front of their fans and bring it, yes. bring it back home to Atlanta. And so I, I just want to tell you, while we were sitting here uh, talking, I was listening to everything you said, by the way. I was actually, I texted Ronnie. I text Ronnie and just said, uh, who pulling for Brian's team or Troy's team? And she said, both love them both so much. <laughs> so yes, I did get the political answer, but I did get an answer. So there you go. That's from Ronnie Snicker, um, Brian's wife and Troy's mom. She didn't mom. know she was on the record. Yeah, but you know what? I think that's right. She didn't know she was on the record, but like I said, this is, this is, this is perfect. Absolutely perfect yeah. response. So anyway, yeah. big kudos to uh, Tyler. Again, Tyler Matzik, because I think he had a lot at the end of the game pulling us through. And, of course, it was great. You know, I've only been – I haven't been to many of the Braves games. We watch them. You know, we live about an hour south of Atlanta. And watching it at home is pretty convenient, you know, how that goes. Yeah. Um, but this first half, the first half of the season, we went to one of the games. Um, unfortunately, they didn't win. And I did have my Lucky Braves hat on. I don't know what happened there. But they didn't win. But the second half, all of these new players that they either brought up or, tra- or traded with, um, you know, wow, would we get Mr. Jocktober? Um, yeah. Eddie, did we pick up Eddie Rosario, Duvall? Yep. I mean, we picked up some amazing, um, amazing people. And kudos to the, the brave staff for, for going out and, and grabbing these people. I mean, obviously, they, they served us well because a lot of these players were, were really standouts in the second half. So, oh, and by the way, I know – Thank you for sending me the clip of Garrett after yes. the first half saying that he believed that the he believed that the Braves were gonna clinch the NLCS and go to the World Series. So if you would, when you talk back to Garrett, tell him please, I've got a simple question. I just need to ask him something about second chances. That's all I need to know. <laughs> so just ask him that's all I need to know. That's enough on that. So anyway. <laughs> kudos, Is that in reference to Survivor uh, yeah, second know. chances? He'll, he'll know. He'll know. He'll know. Just get his vibe on that. I don't even need to know. I and, and by the way, Jack, I don't even know, need to know the three or the five lottery numbers. I just want to know about second chances. And his predictions were pretty good on the Braves, so I'm thinking he might have some kind of end somewhere. So that's all I, that's all I needed to know. So anyway... Have you got any well, more I, questions? I loved how he, I loved how Garrett. Then he he called me out on uh, Instagram and he put out the the video where he's like, he's like, I told you, Jack, I told you. Well, that was a pretty bold prediction. Can you? Yeah. I can't blame him for for pointing it out on Instagram. I'm surprised he hadn't taken out a billboard and some radio <laughs> ads and television spots for that one. That's a big one, right? That's a big one. <laughs> I wish I had made that prediction. I'd still be, I'd still be screaming that out. 
anyway. Did you? Yeah. So you mentioned that the Braves got off to, at that point, it was June 20th when he called it, and they were five and a half games out of first place. They were uh, three games below 500. Ronald Acuna Jr. ended up tearing his ACL tragically, like a few weeks after that. Yeah. And he didn't even know that was going to happen. And I'm just curious uh, if there was a certain point in the season where you're like, okay, it's not happening this year. Like, in all honesty, Tiber, did you have, did you feel like, not that it's a lost season, but it's like, you know what? So we went into the year, I actually picked the Braves to win the World Series. And midway through the year, I'm like, yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. Okay. I'm going to tell you this. The, the answer is absolutely no, but probably not for the reasons you're thinking. The reason it's absolutely no is because the season is so long and there's yeah. games I mean, basically every day. There seems like there are games every day. So uh, periodically I would say to Glenn, hey, where are the Braves? Where are the Braves now? Because I guess like football when there's only, you know, so few games, so much can change in baseball. So, no, I never I never thought that because I never took it out that far in my mind, if that makes sense. I just knew there's so many games, there's so many opportunities. So, no, I didn't. I actually didn't. And that's probably the only reason why, I guess. So. Yeah, it's good. I mean, I think that the Braves are a testament. First, you mentioned, like, picking up all those guys you mentioned and Jorge Soler who they didn't even have for most most of this series because he was on the COVID list, but now he's right. back. Yeah, the f- the four outfielders, they platooned them with Peterson, Soler, Rosario was on fire. He had 14 hits in this series, which I think tied an NLCS record. And they only played six games. They didn't even go to seven. He, he got 14 hits, and he's like a burst of energy on the base pass. And then, of course, uh, M. Duvall, they brought him back. So the mix of all those guys and the Braves gave up truly nothing of substance for those four guys. Like they did not right. have to give up big time prospects for any of them. They yes. retooled and re- entirely remade their outfield. And as you mentioned, the season's so long, the NL West was or sorry, the NL East was the worst division in the National League this year, which also provides some opportunity. Like they had almost 20 fewer wins than the Dodgers. But they won their division. The Mets ended up falling off at the end of the year. The Phillies never quite put it together. And so the Braves, I think it's a testament to, if you look at records since the trade deadline, when they brought on all those guys, the Braves, this is including the postseason, best record in baseball. So it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. The key to this thing is just get into the playoffs and peak at the right time. Because we see a lot of these teams, they peak early in the season. The Braves are peaking at the right time, and I think they're playing the best baseball out of anybody right now. Yeah, and Jack, that's what you just said is the reason that I said no. I didn't give up on them because I knew, like you said, it's not. It's a marathon, not a sprint. And and again, pointing out what exactly what you said that they made these amazing trades and had no idea how much they would benefit the team and not giving up much to get them. I mean, you can call that luck if you want, or you can call that really good, strong management, you know, going out on a limb and really, you know, so, you know, that's, that's great. I'll tell you who, um, now wasn't Eddie Rosario, the MVP, he was a pickup, wasn't he? He was a pickup. Yeah, they got him from the Indians. I mean, come on. And he was MVP. I'd say whatever they paid for that, whatever that trade was worth, well worth it. Yeah, they were, they gave up, uh, they gave up. I don't think they did the highest prospect in their system. I think was like their number 12 best minor league prospect. And, but, and that was Bryce ball and they gave him up for Jock Peterson and then the rest of them were even lower rated prospects than that. Now we'll see what the prospects end up becoming, but on the surface level, the Braves have a lot of really, really talented young players, and some of them got up last year, like Christian Pache, Drew Waters, um, Mike Soroka. Of course, he had the man just a horrible thing that happened with him with his Achilles and his recovery. Right. No one could have foreseen what happened with him this year. Just. Truly tragic story, but the Braves didn't have to trade any of those guys, so they maintain uh, their key pieces moving forward. They're going to have to re-sign 
Freddie Freeman after the season ends. Uh, but that's that's a story for another time. We're talking about how they got here and what a, what a season it's been. I mean, that was how emotional were you on Saturday? Did you oh, cry? No, no, I, I, no, I didn't cry. I think I had more emotions that morning when Ronnie told me that if they win, that the father and son team were going to be in the World Series together. That that <laughs> brought me more emotions than anything, and then that's what I was thinking about. But I'll tell you what, I'm going to send you this short, this small little clip if you haven't seen it. That that did make me emotional after I saw it because you know when you're in the stands and everybody's cheering, it's a it's probably not for me a, a time, an emotional time for, as far as that. It's like a you know jumping up and down, going crazy, everybody knocking hands, hitting. I mean, it's more of that kind of a time. But when you get like, I saw this one really memorable clip of when I'm getting emotional again when <laughs> uh, Freddie Freeman walked over to Snit to get his T-shirt and their embrace and their it, it really says it all from how far they've come together and probably how close those two are. And I'm sure Snit is really close with his team. I'm sure, like anything, it's natural that you're closer with more, you, you know, with some more than others. But I'm going to send you that because I think you'll agree with me that it was Sweet. just a really strong, I, I know, I say, say beautiful moment, but it was a strong, <laughs> beautiful moment. It's exactly yeah. what it was. I'll send you that and get your opinion on that, too. Sweet. But anyway, yeah, I'm excited. Well, I must admit, when the Cubs, I mean, I remember. So when the Cubs won the World Series in 2016. They hadn't won in 108 years, and I was. I'm not as much of a fan right now because I cover the game. I try to not be biased, but there's a little right. bit of bias in there, of course. Sure. But back then, five years ago, I was a diehard fan. I was waiting my whole life, and I pretty young life at that. But my parents waiting their whole lives, my grandparents waiting their whole lives. The Cubs hadn't won a World Series in 108 years. And honestly, I I truly felt more joy when the Cubs won the pennant than when they won the World Series. And the reason why was because when they won the pennant, it just felt like the last time the Cubs had won the pennant was 1945. It had been 70 years. So it felt like it just felt like to, to even play in the World Series felt so far out of reach. It felt like it would never actually happen. So right. when they broke through, won the pennant, I was so like uh, banging bot- pots and pans with my mom. I remember running around just Aww. making a bunch of noise, like having so much fun. And then when they when they won the World Series, I was, of course, over the moon about it. But there was more a sense of relief because and I also right. felt like, OK, now that they've won the pennant, they can win the World Series. It can happen. And then that night that they won the World Series, I cried myself to sleep. Oh, mm, I love that story. Jack, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, I don't really know. That's, that's interesting that you say that because I know I'm so happy that, that they have the chance to play in the series. Gosh, I, I want to see them win, of course, but... I, Right. I'm so happy to see them. I don't know. I know it sounds. I, I I want them to win, of course, absolutely, one hundred thousand percent. But they've gotten this far with how they started. Says a yeah. whole lot. So it'll it'll be, you know, just that they're in the running. Hey, 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 Jack. Let me give you a little analogy. It's kind of like second yes. chance. It's kind of like second chances for me on Survivor. I got to I got to play the game during season three, blessed beyond words, because so many people want to play that don't ever get that opportunity. So that should be enough for me. But the idea that I got a shot, a shot at second chances, just knowing that after you know so many years that the season three had aired, to be able fifteen years later to be in the running for second chances was pretty cool. And even though I didn't get to go, I say to myself, hey, at least you were part of that. You were, you were part of that, getting a shot of, of maybe going. And I guess it's, as crazy as it sounds, I think of that for the Braves. I, I want them to win. I think they've got the talent to win. But that they've gotten as far as they've gotten, and they're in the World Series, is, is amazing. So that's, that's huge. That's a really great perspective that you have. 
but it was bogus that they didn't vote for you. I'll say that. Mm. I voted for you. Oh, you're it's so crazy. sweet. But you know what? But you know what, Jack? Let's see. How do I say this? It, there's so many circumstances involved with everything. The timing. I mean, it's kind of like if, you know, we had home team advantage when we played on a Saturday night. So every little thing makes a difference, right? Home team advantage, the weather, you know, how much rest time. I know the Braves didn't have as much rest time, did they? As I think they were as the, um, as the LA had, or did they? No, I mean, I don't mean LA. I mean, as the um, Astros. I mean, everything yeah. I think makes a difference. It's just like now, everything makes a difference. The Braves are going to, to Houston. They don't have as much rest time. Um, yeah, and Houston it, has it, the home field now. Right. They have the home field. The Braves have not had as much downtown, downtown as the Astros. Everything depends on everything. And again, second chances with Survivor. My series was many years prior to the recent ones. So every little thing makes a difference. And it's still, I think it still ends up the way, just the way it's supposed to be, Jack. It ends mm. up just the way it's supposed to be. So, you know, I'm glad to see that the Braves are in it. I know we can pull it out. I hope we can pull it out. <laughs> but for me, watching as a fan and watching as a, a, a friend of the Snickers, Whichever way it goes, my heart is going to be smiling super, super big. Uh, hey, T-Bird, I got a question uh, I'm sure some listeners would love to know. You've been a Braves fan for many years, of course. Who have some of your favorite Braves players been over the years? Maybe just even, if if not anyone from before, you can mention just this year, but I'd oh, love God. to know who your all-time favorite Braves are. Oh my gosh! Uh, you should have given me a heads up on this because I'm sorry. through the years. Um, okay, well I'll tell you. I'll tell you that. Ah, well, let me just tell you right now, the ones standing out yeah. from from this team. Um, yeah, that's perfect. Right, so, so a couple of my favorite. Um, all right, a couple of my favorite. I'm trying to think which one I want to say first is is number one is number one. Um, all these. Ozzy Albies. Ozzy Albies. Albies. Number one. Number one. And that is number. I think that's his number. So I like him a lot. Um, let's see. I like Acuna. Now, what, didn't Acuna play the other night? Didn't he get no. in? All right, not Acuna. That was Solaire. 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 Okay, that's. Yeah. I was going to point out that how great it was that Solaire was able to come in, and didn't he just come in like the yeah. seventh inning? Didn't he finally just come in late? Yeah, and he came so, in and pinch hit. And that's fun right. fact about Jorge Soler, he was a member of the 2016 Cubs that won the World Series. Okay, so it was exciting to see Soler, after not being able to play any of these games, be put in. But my favorite players, I would say, number one, Ozzy Albies, and love Freddie Freeman. Yeah. How can you help but not love Freddie Freeman? What a catch that yeah. was. Remember that catch? That Wasn't that like the out two catch, or was that the out three when he fell over? I think that was the out two catch. Yeah, I can't, I remember. can't remember which one. I was, You know what's funny is at that point, I, w- I watched the final out, and I had the game on, but I was like, all right, looks like the Braves are going to win. I have to start working on my college football rankings for my college football show, which was yesterday. So I was multitasking. So I missed the right. catch. But, yeah. All right, so, all right, let me think. Um, and then, of course, I go back to 19. My son was born in 1992. Um, so, you know, the Braves back then, the city was on fire with uh, Smoltz, of course, with John Smoltz, Glavin, uh, yep. yep. uh, Chipper Jones. I mean, God, who doesn't remember all these names? Greg Maddox. Yeah. I mean, these were players, again, because that was such a time in my life, again, that, that the Braves were on fire here in the city and, you know, all these guys were, were superstars. Um, and I guess, I mean, how can I not name, um, uh, even further back than that, Dale Murphy. I mean, oh, Dale yeah. Murphy. He, Dale Murphy yes. should be in the hall of fame, by the way. Yes. Dale Murphy. Um, oh my gosh. Um, wasn't Phil Necro with the Atlanta Braves? Let me see what years Phil, I, I trust you. I think that's right. 
I think Phil Necro. Phil I mean, Necro. I'm pretty sure. He play, yeah, he played from 64 to 1983 with the Milwaukee and the Atlanta Braves because they okay, were in okay, Milwaukee okay, before okay, that. Okay. And so then he, he came back at the end of his career, 1987, to retire as a member of the Braves. Okay, okay. So Phil Necro and, um, oh, God, yeah. I, oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me right now? He had a now? great knuckleball, by the way. Um, he threw a knuckleball. All right, let me think. Hold on. Am I... Well, I don't know about knuckleball, but I just know, you know, like I said, Phil <laughs> Necro. Yeah, and, it's a um, big deal. He's on the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Um, 300 game winner, too. Oh, my gosh. Uh, let's see. I feel like I'm leaving somebody out. I feel like I'm leaving well, somebody there's out. Someone who, there's no, someone who is alt. Oh, my God. Hank Aaron. Are you kidding yeah. me right now? Hank Aaron. Wow, that's <laughs> it. No more. I end with it. I end with it. If I left them, anybody out before Hank Aaron, I'm so sorry. You should have given me time to prepare. That's all right. Yeah, that's I'm my ball. My bad. No, no, it's fine. It's good. It's fine. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish up with probably one of the number ones that I should have named first, but I'm only naming him last because I'm gonna put a spotlight on him. Hank Aaron. Oh my gosh, Hammer Hank. Absolutely. Yeah, Hank. All-time home run leader uh, in turn, I sh- or I should say, he's the home run king in my opinion. Barry Bonds broke right. the record, but Barry Bonds, right. Barry Bonds had some uh, some help from some foreign substances that are banned. Uh, Hank Aaron is the true home run king in my right. opinion, even though Barry Bonds may have hit more home runs. Hank Aaron, of course, rest in peace. Uh, lo- we lost him earlier this year. Unfortunately, the Braves were not able to honor him at the all-star game because the all-star game got moved out of Atlanta. But you know what, T-Bird? I feel like this World Series is an opportunity to honor Hank Aaron. Oh, absolutely. On the biggest stage. They got to do something. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hammer and Hank. I'll tell you what. He, I believe, I'm pretty sure about this. I think he was still with the Braves somewhere in the office, even up to his passing. I believe that stands out in my mind really, um, very strongly so i think think he was yeah like a fan ambassador he did something recently he he was he was still in the office with you know i mean so what what an amazing guy and what amazing figure for atlanta for atlanta and with the atlanta Braves. so gosh hank aaron absolutely that was a really good question and thank you for letting me name some of those wonderful players that have such history in the city but thank you for not cutting me short till I could name Hank Aaron. Well, I wasn't going to, I was just going to throw in a clue. I was going to say like, well, he's got, he was the, he's the home run King. I wasn't going to say who it was. I wasn't going to okay. say his name. Okay. Well, but good. I got another question for you as okay, a longtime I, Braves fan. Okay. 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 What? Favorite Braves uniforms because there was oh, the old Lord. ones. Um, yeah. There's, there's the old <sighs> ones from when Hank played, which is like a, like a white and blue with like yeah. a lowercase a, and yeah. then there's like the America's team, Greg Maddox, Tom Glavin, that era that they rock to now. Oh gosh, well I'm gonna have to say. Personally, I'm I gonna, like I'm the gonna... I like the more recent ones myself, but that's also because of when I grew up. Right. Well, see, I'm right away. I'm thinking old school. So unless I have them in front of me to look at, I'll tell you this. Um, I'm going to say old school because I remember some of those Braves shirts looking like this. I'm not going to make sense of this with the short sleeves, kind of the ones you see that you can buy. Yeah. That look like that. That's the old school, right? You know, the yeah, ones the I'm talking about? Yeah, the 70s uniforms were very, very different. Like they were like a, I don't know if it was polyester or what, but they were like the short sleeve, like not, they didn't look like button downs. They could have been button downs, but they looked more like a, soccer like another sports kind of jersey not really like what we know as a baseball uniform now but they were like 70s baseball jerseys were very like bright colors flashy uh the braves weren't as bright and flashy but they're nice uniforms nonetheless that's what i'm thinking about i'm i'm thinking more not the colors i'm thinking more about the the top the the tops the the shirts (laughs) the tops oh dear lord and and how they had that baseball cut now i'm not i don't know as far as the pants i'm not as keen on the way the pants were i like the pants now so i'm gonna have to say i'm gonna go we're gonna add a little old school we're gonna add a little new school we're gonna pull them together 
How's that? Right. For, how's that for not giving you a real answer? <laughs> That's kind of like Ronnie. That's kind of like Ronnie <laughs> telling him she's pulling for both teams. What kind of answer is that? <laughs> That's not answering we'll the question. <laughs> I honestly, I love. I'm a big fan of the Braves uniforms that they've been rocking since that. I mean, I guess I don't know if they technically started in the 80s, but they wore them throughout the 90s. They still wear them now. I yeah. love the just like a plain white with the the red uh, font with the tomahawk chop logo. Like yeah. I love that uniform. I think that's one of the best uniforms in sports. It's yeah. kind of like it, it's sort of like, it, and you might not know what I'm talking about. But do you know what Penn State football's uniforms look like? Absolutely not. I do not. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's a very it's not it's not super bright or flashy, but it's got like a nice classy professional look to it that I really like. So I have my John Smoltz Braves jersey in my closet, and I'll uh, I'll, I'll rock it for you sometime this week. Yeah, send me that? a picture. Send me a picture of it. Yeah. Send me a picture of it. it. All right, well. Anything else you want to add on this Braves team, your experiences as a fan? Any Anything else that you were – because I know you had something – you said there was something you wanted me to remind you to bring up, but I'm thinking that was probably the – Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yes. Oh. That, that was – how could uh, – Jack, how can I top that story <laughs> about father and son being in the World Series? How, how can I even come up with anything to top that story right now? I can't. Okay. I can't. I can't even do it. That's it. That was my... I guess I should have saved that to the end. That should have been the closing. Oh, that was oh, good. Well. Right, how about this? All right, well, I guess our closing will be, tell Garrett I need a reading. <laughs> tell Garrett I need a reading. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to tell him. Okay? And the funny thing is, okay, Garrett that's all has you never... Like, he's seen Survivor, but he didn't... Like, he, he, had def- he hasn't seen Survivor Africa. He doesn't know who any of these people are from Survivor. Like, funny thing with Garrett is the way he ended up on The Bachelorette, he was not a fan of the show at all. Like, he didn't he didn't want to go on it. His, uh, his sister-in-law nominated him because he had just gotten out of a relationship, and his sister-in-law really liked the show. And then a recruiter contacted him. Right. And they're like, we want you to be on this show. And he's like, no way. Like, whatever. Okay, fine. I'll do these interviews or whatever. It won't matter. It's not going to be anything. And then they bring him onto the show. Right. And that's what... Uh, so anyway, though, he's not a big reality TV guy. But I told him that former Brave John Rocker was on Survivor. And he's like, I need to watch this. I need to watch John Rocker on Survivor. Oh, that's right. I forgot about Atlanta Braves' John yeah. Rocker. Oh, my gosh. That's right. He's yeah. his girlfriend, Julie. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. You haven't, you haven't met yep. him, have you? Yep. I have not met Rocker. Okay. I have not. He's a character. Nope. I hear he is a character. <laughs> so, yes, I hear he's a character. So, anyway. All right. Uh, my last thing I want to know, T-Bird. What's your prediction? What, Jack? Oh, gosh. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, gosh. Jack. Okay, so it's best five out of seven, right? Four out of seven. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> I got to get that right. There's best, it's, best, it's best four out of seven. First two are play it, played into Houston, right? Yep. I think Houston's going to be a split. Okay, I'm going to say... Houston, okay, they're going to come out of Houston with a one-and-one split. They're going to come back to Atlanta. Braves are going to win two. That's going to make the Braves three. Hey, you better be writing this down because I'm not going to be able to come up with this later. <laughs> so I'm play, i got to play it on Instagram. Okay. i have to play this on Instagram like Garrett did. <laughs> All right, so the Astros are going to take one. The Braves are going to take one in Houston. Yeah, and then we got three, three straight in Atlanta after that. No, no. Oh, we do? Okay. Then the Braves are going to take two, making it three. Then the next game, the Astros are going to take it. Take it. So that's going to make it three, three two, Braves, two Astros. Going back to and Houston. And then the Braves for... will cinch. Will cinch the World Series in the one, two, three, fifth game. Game six. Is that right? Yeah, Did game right? six in Houston. You're calling it. Braves are winning the World Series. Game wait, six. Wait. No, wait a minute. I thought... I thought that was going to be in Atlanta. I'm calling it when the Braves win it. In it. They're going to oh. win that third game. Fourth game. 
fifth game in Atlanta. The fifth game in Atlanta. They're going to have to win all three or two in Houston. So they're going to have to so they play okay, first two oh. games, first two games are in Houston. Next Flip. 3 are Flip. in Atlanta and they don't play anymore. So they'd have to do it by game 5. They'd have to win in either okay. 4 or 5 uh, games. Yeah. No, my feel my gut my gut feeling is they're going to win it in Atlanta. Okay. I don't know why. Okay. So what okay, so they're going to win, Braves are going to win. And they're going to win in Atlanta. So does that mean 5? They've got to win one they'll They'll win one. They're gonna win. They're gonna win one in Houston, and they're gonna win the other three in Atlanta. Yeah. So we got Ooh, Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Those two games are in Houston. No game Thursday. That's a travel day. And then Friday, Saturday, Sunday are in Atlanta. And then if it keeps going, we play again on Tuesday and okay, Wednesday okay. Of next week. All right. Okay. So I'm gonna say. The Braves are going to take it in Atlanta. Ooh, that's ooh, that's pretty strong. That is pretty. Uh, that's a sizzling hot take, I would say. That yeah, I I, I might be going. I, I may be a little too optimistic. I may be a little too positive. My glass may be overflowing a little too much. <laughs> do I do I need to tweak that? Do I need to tweak that, Jack? Or I guess nobody's going to take this. Nobody's going to run and bet money on my no, prediction. I got no, a feeling. I think you're you're more f- here for morale purposes. Keep morale high for All the right, Braves. We're going with it. We're going with it. Braves Astros split it in Houston. Braves come back to Atlanta. They cinch it. They win the World Series in Atlanta. And um, is it going to be the games to watch it? So you said it's going to be a split. It's going to be one-one going back to Atlanta, right? You're not t- giving them yes. both. Okay, so that would mean. Yeah. They'll be World Series champions. They'll be clinching it Sunday, October 31st, Halloween. That's right. Halloween. That's right. That's right. And unfortunately, uh, Jack, I will be watching the game, but I won't be watching it inside the stadium because if that's the case, I'm going to have to actually auction off or sell one of my children (laughs) for the tickets. So that's... I've decided I'm going to hold on to the kids for now. Do you have any survivor gear you could auction off? (laughs) Not worth, uh, not enough to bring in enough for a World Series ticket in Atlanta. I think you should. You should make a cameo. You should make a cameo account and just go all out this week trying to make cameos this week. Jack, Jack, Jack. Come on now. I love you. You know, and I know both. There's not enough cameo appearances I can make. <laughs> T-Bird, I, didn't, I, I mean, I played 20, 20 years ago. I didn't even win. I didn't even make it to the finals. Nobody's going to pay that kind of money to get to, for me to buy a ticket to the World Series. And I'd like to take Glenn with me, which means i got to do double the cameos. I should have started these cameos years ago if I was going to try to make this happen. <laughs> But that's okay. That's all right. It's you know we were there when they clinched the NLCS, so I'm happy. All right, good stuff, T Bird. This was an absolute treat talking today. Um, I hope you will call in if they win the World Series next week. I think that'd be a lot of fun. I will do that. Good stuff. I will absolutely do that. All right, and you've got a podcast. It's called Talking with T Bird over on the Rob Has a Podcast Network. Um, how can people follow that or follow you on social media? Is there anything else that you'd like to plug while you're here? No, just RHAP. Uh, Rob Assistorino and I do an interview survivors on Talking with T Bird. Oh, we love it. I have so much fun doing that. And um, I have Twitter at T Bird Cooper and Instagram at T Bird Cooper. And, um, yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to hear from 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 you, and you know whether it's about the Braves or Survivor or you know what you're wearing for your Halloween costume this year. Just whatever you want to talk about. So tweet at T Bird and myself. Uh, I'm at Jack Vita Show. If you guys listen to this, hashtag Braves in five. That's the hashtag for this. You like that? Tell me the hashtag again. Braves. Tell me the hashtag. Brave hashtag Braves in five because you're picking them to win in five games. Are you spelling that out or are you just putting the number five? Uh just the number five. Okay. Braves in five. Who that's a very optimistic <laughs> I need to ask Garrett. I wonder what Garrett says. I should I should have consulted with Garrett first. But that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. I didn't I didn't. I'm gonna save my consultation with Garrett for something else. Wink wink. I think I've already talked to you about that earlier. Yes, yes. And I think Garrett is going to uh, call in for the World Series preview podcast, uh, so you guys can check that out, um, and we'll get his pick. I'm sure he's going to be 
he's going to be very, very happy as well as you are. <laughs> I'm sure he's yeah, optimistic well. too. Yes. Yes. Jack, thank you so much. I'll be talking to you soon. Hopefully sooner than later. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully the Braves win. And uh, next week we're talking at this time, uh, talking about a Braves World Series victory. I think that would be that'd be great. But if not, we'll sh- I'm sure we'll be having you back on the show sometime, or uh, we'll be catching up on the phone soon. That sounds great, Jack. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, T Bird. Well, folks, I hope you all enjoyed our bonus episode of the Jack Vita Show today, talking with T Bird Cooper. Teresa Cooper from Survivor Africa, the third season of Survivor, lifelong Atlanta Braves fan. Hope you guys loved listening to her as much as I love talking with her. Uh, She is just an absolute gem and a ray of sunshine in this world. And I'm glad uh, for those who are not not Survivor fans, maybe you didn't know who she was. I'm glad that we were able to introduce you to her today. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, I sure did. So, I will have a, as I mentioned, World Series preview. I'm taping that with Ryan Packett. Garrett Powell is calling in. I'm about to tape that just a little later today. And then we're going to have a lot more content coming out very soon. As I mentioned, we have college basketball season right around the corner. And we will be previewing college basketball season as well as we're doing a lot with football season going on. Our weekly football recaps. And I'm also going to have some more Survivor guests as well. I'm sure we had some new listeners today. I hope you guys enjoyed what you heard. I spoke with Stephanie LaGrosa Kendrick, uh, a true Survivor legend, a few weeks back. And also Albert Destrade from Survivor, uh, Survivor South Pacific, as well as his uncle, Arrestus Estrade, who is a baseball analyst and covers the Rays. He's been doing that for 11 years. He was formerly on Baseball Tonight on ESPN. I also spoke with 1993 World Series second baseman on the Philadelphia Phillies, Mickey Morandini, last week. Another great episode, so I've been cranking out the content. Please, please subscribe to the Jack Vita Show. And if you guys like what you heard, share it with a friend. Follow along on social media at Jack Vita Show. And log on to my website, jackvita.com, for more content, including my latest top 25 college football rankings. Until our next World Series preview dropping later on, either today or tomorrow, I don't know. I'm Jack Vita. Bring in the dancing lobsters. <laughs>